0: Hi, my name is Lewis and I'm a sports physiotherapist. I've been blessed to work with elite athletes across multiple sporting organisations, both here in Australia and overseas. During my time, I've had the luxury to work in some amazing countries across a variety of interesting sports with some incredible organisations. But it's the strength and conditioning coaches, doctors, high performance staff, head coaches, support staff, other sports physiotherapists, and of course athletes who I've met along the way that have made the experience most memorable. In this podcast, I will chat to those that I've met and consider leaders in the field of high performance, and chat about their journey, from when they first thought about pursuing a career in sport, to the events that occurred, skills they acquired, and the lessons they learnt along the way to be where they are today. So enjoy this episode, as I'm excited in sharing the stories, challenges, and tips from those in the industry by answering the question I commonly get asked, how did you get into sport? Hi guys, uh, welcome back. Um, this is a little bit of a solo episode and um, I'm going to look to try to do these solo episodes in between um, doing episodes where I interview who I consider leaders in the field of high performance and in these solo episodes I'll share sort of lessons I've learned my experience um, tips that I've I've acquired uh, in my journey of high performance sport and how I obtained certain roles in high performance sport, and 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 what's uh, allowed me to be successful in those roles. And I was recently talking to um, uh, a few SNC coaches, a few physios that are looking to get into the field of high performance, and those who currently have roles in high performance but are looking to to step it up again and and pursue other roles in in, in with other clubs, with other organisations in the field of high performance. And, you know, I'm getting the sense that it's quite, uh, there's quite a bit of frustration that exists out there, but it's really, really pleasing to see that there's a lot of motivation, a lot of eagerness to, to do what's required to really pursue their dream role in, in high performance sport. But I can understand the frustration. Like if we look at just in my domain as, as a sports physiotherapist in Australia alone, there's somewhat, and these statistics might be a little bit outdated now, but when I last looked, there's somewhat say 34,000 physiotherapists in Australia. And uh, 1,500 of those are what they are termed are titled sports physiotherapists like myself. So you're looking at say around 5% of all physiotherapists in Australia are what they are termed as titled sports physiotherapists. And titled sports physiotherapists are those that have uh, met the, the criteria to, to title themselves sports physiotherapists either through experience or having done a certain level of um, uh, education to get them to a level where they're, they're deemed as competent to work in the field of, of sports physiotherapy. And then this is what often most clubs and what most sporting organisations will often look for as the minimum criteria for someone who who they would consider for sports physiotherapy jobs in 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 most professional clubs and professional organisations, but if we really look at the, the the industry as a whole, you're probably only looking at about maybe 100 or so full time roles in professional sports. So if you look at your AFL codes, your NRL codes, your A League, um, uh, you know, there's not a lot of full time professional. Sports physiotherapy roles um, in Australia. So then, if we break down the numbers again, that's you know one thousand five hundred titled sports physiotherapists or vying for for a hundred full time roles um, in in sport. So you can imagine how quickly it can be a quite highly competitive um, industry, and at times can be highly frustrating when say a job opportunity comes up and you're competing. Against you know another one thousand five hundred um, other sports physiotherapists for for these roles um, that only at times can come up every now and then. so um, so I, I can only imagine this is no different to say the strength and conditioning industry, the sports psychology industry, the uh, the sports dietetics industry, um, sports physicians, and so forth. So you know if there's any way I can share sort of uh, lessons I've learned into getting into. Um, the the sports and sports industry and in the world of high performance. Uh, I'm happy to do so. And what I wanted to talk about today was actually making contact um, with these sports clubs and and those in certain leadership roles in these sports clubs that can be quite hard to do. And I know um, in this day and age, most people often make contact with um, these individuals through LinkedIn or other social media platforms. But for me, uh, I I tend to find it far more personable, uh, far more professional, uh, far more effective to make contact um, with clubs and with people in certain roles in clubs um, via email. Um, But obviously, uh, this can be quite hard to do because most email addresses aren't publicly available. So there's two things that you need to take into account when trying to find out the contact details of certain individuals in a club is one, you need to know who the individual is that you're wanting to contact, uh, know who that person is, how to spell their name um, and their role in the club. And then two, you need to know what format the email address is written in, so that when you go to um, uh, when you go to write that email, then you can write it in the correct format that then that individual will eventually receive that email. So if we go to the first one, so say we want to contact um, uh, someone in a head physiotherapy role at the Sydney Swan. So th- what this requires is you doing a little bit of research, and and it's quite easy to do uh, most individuals um, in these certain roles will have a LinkedIn profile um, or they may, if you're lucky enough, have on their website, some form of a staff listing that will give you an indication of who this individual uh, may be. So say, say for this example, I'm wanting to look up the head physiotherapist for um, for the Sydney Swans. You've got to be aware that it might they might not be termed the head physio. They might be termed um, the head of medical. They might be termed the uh, high performance manager. They might be termed um, the head of player welfare. Um, so you really got to find out one what that um, what that role is, and, and two uh, who that individual individual is that's linked to that role. So in this case, we find out that the the head of medical for the Sydney Swans is John Smith. So now we know that the person that we're wanting to make contact with is John Smith. And even more importantly, we know exactly how to spell um, John Smith. In this scenario, say John Smith is J-O-N and Smith is S-M-I-T-H. So the second thing that you need to do is you need to find out the the email address format so that when you then go to write this email to john smith you know that you're going to get the email address correct right and this again can be quite hard to do because often head of medicals or head physiotherapists may not have their email address publicly available to a lot of people right and um so that if you want to get the correct email address this can be quite difficult to do so a little um uh tip that that um, that helped me uh, with acquiring the format of these email addresses is looking to those in that um, in that club or in that organization who would often pop make their email address publicly available, and those who often make their emails emails publicly available are people that work in in media and people that work in events. And so, what you need to do now is do a bit of research in trying to find out who the events coordinator is, the events manager is, um, who the media manager is, the media coordinator, the media officer of that club. And that can easily be done by just doing a little bit of a Google search. Um, sometimes they'll have a LinkedIn profile. Sometimes it might even take you to a page on the on the club's um, website that will then have the who the media manager is, and their email address. And the reason why they often have their email addresses available to the public is, say, in media, um, if people want to make contact with them to do a story or to do a piece on them, they want to have their email address available so that people can easily contact them and um, be able to um uh uh reach out to them and 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 maybe do a story. Same with events, people want to do events with them and and they want to have their email address available. So it's easy for people to reach out to them to maybe coordinate events with, with certain clubs or certain organizations. So it's quite easy to obtain these these email addresses of these individuals that work in those types of roles. So say in this scenario we find out that Josephine Smith is the events coordinator uh for the Sydney Swan. And what you find out is the email address format is josephine.smith at sydneyswans.com.au. In other scenarios, it may have been j.smith at sydneyswans.com.au. It might have been Josephine Smith one word, at sydneyswans.com. Uh, and it could be a number of different variabilities. But now you've got the exact format of the web so- email address that now you can use with Associated with the name that you know for that role. So again, in this scenario, it might be josephine.smith at the So now we can simply take John Smith, who we know is the head of medical for the Sydney Swans, and we can now put in John J O N dot Smith dot S M I T H at SydneySwans.com.au. So now you've got the correct email address to now eventually make contact with. The head of medical for the Sydney Swan. Now, that's simply the first step. And and in future episodes, what I'll do is I'll share how you best make contact with individuals um, uh, at certain at certain levels of of, of sporting organisations and, and, and professional clubs. Uh, because it's really really important that once you have uh, the ability to acquire someone's email address, that you don't start abusing that that privilege. Uh, and and there's a real uh, way that you can make uh, contact with these individuals, so that you don't come across as being someone who's pushy or persistent or annoying. Uh, that uh, uh, that this, as we talked about earlier earlier on in this episode, is that the sports industry is super super small. So what you don't want to do is then be known, or your name or your reputation be known as someone who is is simply someone that you wouldn't want to work with, because of the interactions that you've had with some people in the industry. So in future episodes, um, I'll, I'll share some, some lessons I've learned with making contact with these types of individuals, um, and, and be able to give you some help and, and, and recommendations how best to do that, so that you can come across as being someone who's who's adding value, who, who's sincere, and um, and make sure that uh, that the interaction that you have with that individual is, is a positive one. But for now, obviously, I want to just give you some um, tips on how to acquire that email address and how to best um, get the details on how to make contact um, with these individuals. And and hopefully that's something that you can you can use and um, and and hopefully something that will be of help for you guys when uh, again pursuing those roles in in high performance sports so thanks again for listening um I look forward to um, chatting to you um, not next week next week we'll again we'll interview another individual in the field of high performance and share their journey uh, their challenges the lessons they've learned to to where they've got them um, to where they are but if you have any questions um, please feel free to send me an email on lewis.ressa at um, outlook.com and those details I'll put in the um, in the episode description Um, But until next time, um, take care, everyone.